Support for this podcast comes from ODC Dance. The world-class company returns for Dance Downtown, March 27th through the 31st, with two electrifying programs and five works, springing from cartoon, the news, and human connection. ODC.dance slash downtown. Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions, online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. From KQED. Mic check, check one, check two. Are we here? All right, we're here right now-ish. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to Right Now-ish. My name is Pendarvis Harshaw, and I'm the host of this year's show, but this ain't about me. Our podcast is all about arts and culture in the Bay Area and the folks out there creating and documenting history. And oh boy, I'm telling y'all, I got someone for you today. I'm juiced to introduce y'all to a photographer that I've been following for a few years, Sydney Welch, a visual artist from Fremont who has managed to archive the come up of some of the top tier, newer Northern Californian hip hop and R&B artists. I'm talking about recent photos of Coppolo and Young Bari and Stunnerman O2. Images of Slim Yanni, Sulan, Michael Sneed, Paris Knights, Bakari, Lauren Wong, Kamaya, Gritty Lex, Rex Life Raj, All Black, 22nd Gym, I Am Sue, Filthy Rich, Shoei Famir, Guap Dad 4000, Dre Bay, P-Lo, Larry June, and multiple shots of Kehlani. Yeah, the whole damn yay. A roster of all the talent that we've got out here. And as a hip-hop nerd and lover... Looking at the photos that Sydney has captured, it's like coming up on a collection of rare rookie baseball trading cards. My photos tell history, they tell passion, they tell art. Some may tell struggle. I hope my photos tell the love that I have for the Bay Area. Her images, many of them taken on film cameras, are visual records of the cool kids of this era. And it's not from the outside perspective. Nah, she's in the fray. Full frame, well lit, images of parties and social gatherings, backstage as well as on stage, all dripping with culture. We talk photography, Bay Area lifestyle, and more after this. Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. Parking at SFO is easy when you book online. You can choose dates and times in advance and secure the best rates to make your departure stress-free. Learn more at flysfo.com parking. Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions, online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. I was familiar with your work. I had seen it online, but I hadn't seen you in person until that Stunnerman show in Berkeley. What stands out to me, it's a Stunnerman show, and it's high energy. It's not even a scrum. It's a uh, it's a huddle. It's a football huddle. People are going crazy. Stunnerman in there with his shirt off. Like, it's, you know, some muscular people in there. You know, I'm not even in the midst. Yeah, I'm 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 and you're in the mix with multiple cameras being you. You're not scrum. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're just floating in the midst of the scrum. So I'm like, how did you get there? I've known Son of Man since I was in college. 
I remember seeing him perform from like SF State venues down the street at this church, literally perform the same energy back then and up until now. It was just a matter of being in that same room, but also still supporting Sentiment at that time. And just kind of knowing like, you know, this is a journey that we're all on. Like we're all starting from somewhere and we're all trying to end up somewhere. Where specifically are you from? I'm from Fremont, California. So right next to San Jose, if y'all know San Jose, California. What's it like growing up in Fremont? Hug <sighs> Fremont. Um, it was a nice experience. You know, being the minority makes you move differently. It did become a point where I'm just like, why am I the only black person in my classroom? Why am I heavily known right now? You know, why is attention always on me in school growing up? That's where I really became a big fan of journalism. In her junior year of high school, Sydney also landed an internship with the San Jose Mercury News as a staff writer and photographer. It was her formal introduction to the industry. But also during that time in high school, I was really in music a lot. Like I was listening to HBK a lot. Um, Kehlani, G-Eazy, literally every Bay Area artist, like I was always listening to them. And so that really gave me a big sort of inspiration, I feel like, to where I am today now. She went from being in the photos with folks like Kehlani, Mr. Fab, Marky Basie, and G-Eazy, to being behind the camera, taking intimate portraits of the artist. That progress speaks volumes of her approach. You can tell she's both a fan and a professional photographer. Was there a moment where it clicked? Like, oh, I'm serious now. I'm for real, for real photographer. Oh, I feel like there's been so many moments. Um, but Pride for Kehlani, that was a big moment. From that moment, when I was taking those pictures and I was editing them, I was just like, this is really it. Like, this is really what I want to do for the rest of my life. I grew up coming to San Francisco Pride every single year since I was eight years old. Getting up hella early in the morning, trying to find somewhere on the side of the parade to park my little self. There's honestly been so many moments, but I feel like that one will forever be a special one for me in my journey as a photographer, for sure. Back in May of this year, I bumped into Sydney at an event thrown by Oakland-based nonprofit Urban Peace Movement. It was a voter registration drive that was paired with a dope lineup of performing artists. Guapale, Los Rocas, Jay Walt, Simba, Kamaya, and more. In the crowd of a couple hundred people gathered around Lake Merritt's bandstand, there was Sydney moving through the crowd with three cameras strapped to her person. I had my handy-dandy digital camera on me, but Sydney, she was in full-blown shooter mode. You saying that, that passion, it brings to mind the image of you like juggling multiple cameras. Uh, you got like three cameras on your arm, like two of them are like film cameras. You got all types of gadgets. Like bring us into your perspective on photography, specifically in terms of like, what does your photography even look like? Film has always been my favorite form of photography. It just gives like that historic, but like that dope vibe. When I was in high school, I literally shot with a film camera before I shot with a digital camera. So I was in a 
dark room with my teachers at lunchtime. Growing up, my mom was a photographer as well. She did film photography. She always had her camera on her. I used that literally like for the past five years. But it got bipped in Oakland. Sad story last year. But um, I just love the feels that I get from film. We're talking technical aspects, but there's a big variable behind this where it's you and your identity as a black woman. What does that bring to the table? That really just brings my voice, you know, not being a, not being afraid to really express who I am through my work, but to also, you know, inspire another black person like myself to get out of their comfort zone and to try something new, no matter how scary it may seem or how intimidating it may seem. Sometimes with like, you know, people's intentions and stuff like that, you have to be on your guard more than ever especially being a black woman like people will try you they will try you especially if you're good looking as well and it's like i'm here to work like if you can't respect me working then i'm not working with you ever again like it's it's that serious i will just never you know dim myself and disrespect myself to make somebody else comfortable Sydney has this confident grace about her that allows her to navigate different social groups and creative circles with ease. It's a necessary tool in the music industry, which is notoriously unfair to women, specifically black women, and more precisely, young black women. My support system definitely has driven me to really be confident now in my abilities and what I can do, and just not being afraid to really just believe in my vision overall, honestly. My parents were literally full force, 10 toes down, like, you know, this is going to be your path and we're here to support you. What story do your photos tell? My photos tell history. They tell passion. They tell art. Some may tell struggle, but you may not see that in your perspective. You know, people can just be like, oh, it looks good. But like, you don't even know the backstory of like what it took for that person to get to where they are in that moment or where they are, you know, fast forward to a year or two years. Um, but also just like they show love too. you know, I hope my photos tell the love that I have for the Bay Area, capture memories of people performing and them off stage and and them in their natural habitat and doing their own thing. Like it's all very special to me and very intimate, but it's just very inspiring to see where I've been starting at and where I'm at now in the Bay Area and where the Bay Area culture is at now as well. My dad's from Long Beach, so, you know, seeing his culture growing up, that also was just like, wow, like you were in that era of life with Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube and NWA and and so many more legends. The Bay Area, like you just go, what, 20 miles away and you have all this history in your backyard. And it's like, who doesn't want to know about this? Who doesn't want to, you know, be a part of this in some sort of capacity? If there's one thing that holds true about Bay Area culture, it's that old saying, change is constant. Because there's always a new wave, it's imperative that the culture keepers keep up with the culture. That's why Sydney is constantly outside. That's why I'm always just so focused on making sure the Bay Area is good and making sure that we're, you know, in a positive light and we continue to push our talent because there's no place like us. You know, we are the blueprint. People can feel that all the time. They hear it. 
you know, they may not admit it sometimes, but we can see the influence whether we get the credit or not. And so that's why I'm always just like, you know, Bay Area first, Bay Area first. In a way, the art that you do gives people a lens into the Bay Area, into Northern California as a whole. I'm wondering, are you setting the record straight on anything? Is there anything that people misunderstand about the Bay Area? I think just being hyphy, like, yes, we're hyphy, but like, we're not on, you know, we're not on these pills, you know, going crazy 24 seven, you know, like we are calm and collective, like we choose to be, but when it's time to turn up, we're going to turn up. But I think people must understand our passion for, you know, our arts and our, and our entertainment and sports and whatever else we have going on here. Barry is not to be fucked with. Like, we are here to stay and, you know, we are our own country in a way. <laughs> we are our own country. A little nation, for sure. Bay Nation. Exactly. People know the Bay Area, so it's like, they're not really questioning it. They're just kind of like, oh, this is cool. You know, it's still growing. It's developing in different ways. And they kind of like, they kind of enjoy seeing how much Bay Area culture has changed from when they knew it from where it is today and always evolving too. I love it. I love it. It made me think of like, right after the Warriors won the championship, everybody's celebrating. I'm looking at the Twitter timeline and you tweet, please go listen to this Kehlani song. What was what was the song? <laughs> It was the um, champion song with Little B, produced by Pilo and I Am Sue and G Easy. That song goes crazy every time. Welcome to the Bay, it's the land of the brill, the home of the honest, the home of no chill. And we don't That's the most no Bay Area tweet ever. It speaks volumes of you and your perspective, where it's like, you're not even like, hey, check out my photography because now your eyes are on the Bay Area. You're like, no, listen to these artists, support the soil. And they're all from here, and it's like, you guys all know them, so, you know, play it. It's a classic. <laughs> a gang going up, team going up, and it's B going up, she's going up. Man, they put me up. in the game, so I'ma play. So I'ma do it one time for the bay. Oh, let's get it from the place where they say it can't be done. Uh, Make no mistake, I'm a champion. Sydney, Sydney Welch, thank you. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule, for sharing your story, for sharing your art with me and the world. When I see Sydney's work, I can't help but think about that feeling that you get when you're on the ground floor as you see an artist make their ascent. And Sydney's not in it for the bragging rights or for money, although, you know, I'm sure that the bag is important, as always. But Sydney, much like myself and many other folks who we feature on this show, is simply a fan of the culture. And that fandom isn't a spectator sport. Nah, she's in the mix with it. If you're looking for more of Sydney's work, check out our website at shotsbysydney.com or you can find her on Instagram at I am Sydney Welch. And Sydney is spelled S-Y-D-N-E-Y. And time for the credits. Corey Antonio Rose and Marisol Medina Cadena produced this episode. Susie Rodshow and Kiana Mogadam edited this one. Seal Muller is our engineer. And Rice Stottenborough is our new engagement intern who will be joining our dope engagement duo, Justin Ebrahimi and Rhea Gerwal. Ethan Tovin Lindsay, Jen Shin, and Holly Kernan are the KQED execs. I'm your host, Pendarvis Harshaw. Last but not least, I have to give a special thank you and also a see you later to Kiana Mogadam, who has been a stellar senior producer of podcasts. She's going on to do other things, and we wish her all the best. Thank you all for listening. Much love. Peace. Funding for Right Nowish comes from Akinati Foundation supporting the development of powerful social change movements to eliminate structural racism. Right Nowish is a KQED production.
Hey, John Favreau here. There's no shortage of political takes in 2024, but quantity doesn't cut it. We need a better conversation about the latest biggest election of our lives. On Pod Save America, me and my co-host cut through the noise to help you figure out what matters and how you can help. Every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, Pod Save America is breaking down the political news that makes us laugh, cry, and snap our laptops in half. Expensive year for laptops. Make sure to check out new episodes of Pod Save America on your favorite podcast platform or our YouTube channel now. A young correctional officer. He said it was the most dangerous prison in California. Forced to make a choice. Fulfill his oath or back his fellow officers. Recognize the badge of my office. I'm Suki Lewis. From KQED Podcasts comes On Our Watch Season 2, New Folsom. A story about who gets hurt when the system that promises to keep us safe is bent on protecting itself. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts.